I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 125, and today I'm going to just share some thoughts I have about being a healthy parent and also tell you a little bit about decluttering the mind, which has also been helpful for me, which I learned about this month. So I'm going to share a little bit like a story that happened to me last week, so which will be later on. So normally I'm like, hey, you guys, listen to what happened. But I'm going to share that later. So today, I mean, I think especially, I don't know why this month, but or lately, I've just been thinking how important it is that as a parent, you are very healthy, especially like mentally and emotionally, how that really just helps you out as a parent. Now, obviously, all of us are just at different points, but as we strive to like work on our like mental and emotional health, I think that really just helps us be in a better place as a mom or as a dad or just as a parent because there are just so many things that come up that are unexpected And that you are surprised that we'll press some buttons, right? And especially I feel like, well, there's just, there's challenges in like all different stages because like teenagers bring up stuff that can be kind of ruthless that sometimes you don't even want to look at (laughs) just as much as little kids bring up stuff for you as well. So there's just this whole gamut of like, emotional things that you have to just learn how to deal with. And I feel like if you have some tools and like you feel like you have some emotional health, which is what I've been trying to like, part of my reason of this podcast is to not only share my stories so you can, you know, just an example of a parent, but then also to give you tools that I found that are helpful or that I'm trying to work on. All these things I just feel like is really important. And I guess I was sort of thinking about it too because I mentioned last week how I was interviewed on a podcast called The Cultural Hall. And I think it might be airing this week, but I haven't gotten a like email. He said 10 days and I'll let you guys know for sure if it's if the episode is out next week. But one of the questions, and probably this isn't the exact wording, but it was something like, what is it like being a parent or um, raising kids or, you know, how does that affect you? Something like that. And I just remember kind of getting emotional about it, about being a parent and becoming a parent and how humbling it is to be a parent. Like, first of all, just the fact that you're bringing a new person into this life is kind of scary and that you're responsible for taking care of them and making sure they stay alive. 
especially when they're these little tiny babies, that can just be scary and overwhelming. And then not to mention that, but you have to do that while you're like on hardly any sleep. (laughs) And then you have to like figure out this person that you don't even know. (laughs) And sometimes it's pretty easy and things go very smoothly. And sometimes it's really quite difficult. And I remember as I was chatting with um, Richie Stedman and he was a missionary in this area and it was right when I just had my oldest son. And I was kind of joking like when I just had one kid, I thought I was a really awesome parent because he was like a really good sleeper. He was just kind of a chill kid, fun to be around. I mean, he would obviously have issues and tantrums and all that stuff. But I just remember thinking, oh yeah, you knew me when I thought I was like a really good parent. (laughs) Then I find out that actually, no, I can decide what makes a good parent. But at the time I was thinking, oh yeah, you know, you look at the results of your kids and then you decide, am I a good parent? But it's funny how, you know, he knew me when I just had one kid. There were some things that came up, but as you have more kids, there's just like all these different emotions and buttons that get pushed and all these things that come up that you learn how to deal with. And sometimes you're great and sometimes you're horrible and sometimes you're all in between. And I was just saying how it's so good when you have some things put in place where you can like just to be a healthy parent. I just remember talking to one of my sisters um, about one of her sons who is now married and how she even says, you know, I just have to be really healthy to even not sometimes be upset if maybe he doesn't call me as much because now he's married, but, and you want him to be happy in his marriage, right? There's just like all these different things as a parent that really you just have to work on (laughs) being like mentally and emotionally healthy. And that is really important. I think it's just an important facet. I feel like because as you do that, you tend to be filled with more love for yourself and then for others. And then I feel like in that space, you're just able to like handle things in a quote unquote, like better way than maybe if you were in a different state of mind. Obviously, if you're sad or scared or afraid, you're going to have different results than when you're filled with love. So that is why I kind of thinking about how as a parent, don't ignore that part of taking care of yourself. And I was thinking back to like when Stephen Covey talks about his seventh habit of sharpening the saw. And sometimes I feel like maybe that should be almost your first habit (laughs) of like taking care of yourself. You're taking care each morning to like work on your social, emotional, physical, spiritual, mental health, like all those different things. I think he had like four things, spiritual, physical, I think social, emotional were together and mental, like your intellectual kind of like challenge your mind. But that when we take that time to sharpen the saw, we take that time to fix the tools or just to take the like time. It doesn't have to be a lot of time, but just to do that, I think that just helps us become 
or be our best selves or our better selves. I don't know if we're always our best selves, but I think we're our good selves most of the time. And like, I really enjoy my morning. So in the morning, I, it's funny, I don't actually do my morning routine until my kids are gone. Because <laughs> I can't get up that early, but, or sometimes I do, but lately I've been like, once my, all my kids are off to school, then I sit down and I do my gratitude and my scripture and like communing with God, my pondering about that, my spiritual, and then I exercise. And then throughout the day, luckily I have this podcast to kind of take my mental and I'm kind of doing that more throughout the day. And I just noticed when kids come home from school, I am just like feeling pretty good and I can kind of handle whatever happens most of the time. (laughs) But I just really love that. I feel like it strengthens me every day. It like gives me this strength that I need. So yeah, I can just be a better parent when my kids are home from school. Okay, and the other thing I thought was really important as you think about being a healthy parent and being, quote unquote, a good parent is that I think I mentioned this in a podcast and right now I can't remember the title of it, but just that you get to decide what a good parent looks like for you. And maybe there's some really basic things that every parent required to do by law, like clothe, food, shelter, and you keep them safe. I choose to want to follow up and have love for my kids, loving thoughts, and loving actions. And then like adding things to help them grow as individuals and get to know them better and to be aware of their needs, right? But how that looks like practically sometimes week to week And I've shared with you how, yeah, I've wanted to make sure everyone helps out around the house and do the dishes and develops a talent and isn't just watching TV all the time, which I feel like sometimes that wins a lot. Screen time wins and get their homework done. And and so lately I've just been like thinking to myself, okay, here are things I'm going to worry about during the week that I want my kids to try to do and that I will work on, you know, kind of inviting and maybe nagging a little bit, but not horribly. So they're going to help with dishes, do their homework, practicing, and throw in some laundry during the week. And then I have decided that I used to try to have them do like a couple jobs during the week, and I just feel like I'm really inconsistent. But this month on Saturdays, I have asked each of them, okay, rooms have to be clean on Saturdays. Obviously, you can take some time during the week if you don't want to take a lot of time on Saturday to pick up your room, but rooms need to be really cleaned up on Saturdays, and that then I will have them also add another room to the house. And we've been working on bathrooms or um, just asking them to, you know, clean up some part of the house on the weekends. And it kind of reminds me of how I grew up. And I sort of um, feel like that's maybe a better rhythm for our family. And I just feel better when I can relax and be okay with just that bit. 
Because I feel like I'm a better parent when I'm more relaxed and I'm not stressed about all these things that I feel like, oh, we need to do this. We're just, you know, trying to be a little bit better each week. So yeah, I think it's really helpful. It's almost like with your mission statement with Stephen Covey, it's like you get to decide ahead of time. And taking that time to decide can I think also help you be a really healthy parent. And I feel like a healthy parent also realizes that they're sometimes really good, sometimes act their best, and sometimes they don't. And there's all that in between. And they realize that, and that is just part of life. But they strive, like, I feel like as a healthy parent, you just strive to try to maybe work and have more of the good to better best days. That makes sense. Okay, then... I wanted to just remind you of a couple things is like when you decide what a good parent looks like for you, you have to decide with the actions that you do, okay? Like I'm going to invite, I'm going to remind, I'm going to do these certain things instead of saying, I want my kids to have this sort of outcome. Because if you are trying to decide how, I guess, quote unquote, you're, if you're a good parent or not with their outcomes, like you're not in control of what your kids actually decide to do. You're in control of your actions. So just as a reminder, and it's really hard, I think, as a parent to not judge how well you're doing by your results, your children's results. But it really should be your results, right? What am I doing? Am I doing my morning stuff that's helping me be healthy Did I invite to do all these things, even if they didn't listen to me, even if they didn't clean their room, even if they didn't do this, even if they're failing a class, have I tried to help them? So that's just one thing I think is really important to remember that you can't judge your parenting on their results. Okay. Then the other thing I was also reminded of this week, and I just can't, I feel like I need like a sticky board of of some sort, but to use your empathic listening with your kids, especially when they're emotional. So this is with the habit of, I think it's number six, no, five, (laughs) Um, when you seek to understand, then first, then to be understood. So that is when you are willing to just listen to your kids and then you are paying attention not only to what they're saying but the emotion that is behind it so for instance and I notice I do that that I'm trying to be better but like if my my daughter calls and she's kind of griping about something her roommates are doing instead of me automatically going into like oh well let's fix it or just relax or blah 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 I can simply say, okay, so I see you're frustrated about your roommates and whatever they're doing or whatever she's frustrated with. And then that will help them also like open up, right? Give them that psychological air. Because I think that really helps you get to a different place with your kids when you're able to just give them psychological air. And I just have to keep on remembering that because I tend to be like, oh, well, here's a fix. And I've noticed that I was thinking about this today. When you have somebody, let's say a friend 
who is going through something that you just have no idea how to even help them. Like it's just so big and so beyond you that really all you can do is like listen. I feel like sometimes maybe we should even be in that place with the smaller things too and let people just like help. Obviously, if they ask for advice, give it to them. But um, I know I tend to try to offer it a little bit too much. Obviously, I have a podcast and I have a lot to say (laughs) and I'm learning all these things, but that I need to remember to first listen and then express what I hear them saying and also what I hear them emoting and then work on understanding them better before I give my two cents in. So that's one thing I've noticed that I've kind of like need to come back and remember. So that's another thing kind of like as a healthy parent. I feel like it's really just good to try to remember those listening skills. Okay, and then the last thing, and if you want to learn more, go back to the Stephen Covey series and I think it's either four, have it four or five. Okay, and then the last thing I just wanted to share with you is something I learned this month from my Jody Moore Be Bold class. Like every month she kind of does a class to help us, you know, think about things in a different way. And in January, it was about decluttering. You know, she had some tips and kind of different ways to actually think about decluttering in a different way. But one thing I really, really liked was she was saying, you also can use some of these skills as you learn to declutter your mind and to get rid of some thoughts that you just don't want to live with you anymore. And I just thought, wow, that is really actually sometimes even more useful to declutter your mind. So I'm just going to quickly tell you what she told us to do and then kind of tell you what how I did it. I did it a few times last week, which was just really helpful and I just need to keep doing it. So she basically says, just like let's say you have a drawer that you want to declutter, usually you take everything out of the drawer, go through it, sort through it, you know, give stuff away, donate, throw things away, and then you decide what you want to keep and then you put it back. She said the same principle is involved when you declutter your mind, except the process is just a little, looks a little different because you can't like open up your brain and take it all out. But what you do is you just get a piece of paper out and you just, if you have a certain topic that is bothering you or that you're spinning on or that you just really want to work on, you just start writing all your thoughts, good, bad, ugly thoughts about this said topic. And you just write and write and write and write and let yourself get everything out and don't like censor anything. You just take it all out. And then you kind of look through it and maybe there are some things you might need to further explore. Maybe question a little bit. Is this true? Do I even like that thought? And you look through and you just kind of like you would in the drawer. This is, I'm going to throw that away. Maybe I'm going to recycle that. So I'm going to maybe rework that a little bit because I'm close to maybe something that might work. And then what are the things that maybe I just want to add some new thoughts that'll help me and serve me a little bit better. 
So I did that and it was really, really helpful. So a little bit was like about work in general and about my podcast and things that I've just been like spinning over and trying to work through. And it was just so helpful. And I actually did like two different times where I sat down and did it. And it probably took me like, I don't know, 15 minutes. So it doesn't take a lot of time. It's kind of like the same amount of time you would give to just open a drawer and declutter it. But you might need to come back because maybe as you're thinking about it, like the next day, things start coming up. So I had another like 15 to 20 minute session of stuff that came up and I added some more thoughts and maybe took away other things. And one thing I came away with is like, you know, I've been trying to either get a job or find ways to earn money through my podcast. And there were like dreams I'm having or like hopes. And and as I was going through all this, I realized like one thought that really has helped me get rid of some of the things that is not really helpful to me and is just like, I am halfway there. Or the idea of there's just a few pieces I need to put in a place, but I'm halfway there. And that has really helped change my mindset about a few things in regard to that topic. So I just thought that that might be helpful for you as all these things to become a healthy parent, I just think are really important. And maybe taking the time to just declutter your mind about a topic or even sometimes we have all these thoughts about a certain kid or just something that's going on with one of them or the situation and just like getting it all out there and seeing and looking at those thoughts and kind of getting rid of some and and then coming back with things that you think would best like help you and kind of giving you the most, let's see, be helping you be filled with the most love. That's kind of where you want to get to, I feel like, because we, I just feel like as we grow as parents, I think we're our best selves when we just feel that love for ourselves and for others. And, you know, so those thoughts. Okay. Now, just to finish up, I just want to tell you like about a day I had. It was actually just an evening, but it was just one of those evenings where I think, I don't know, five or seven years ago, I would have behaved in a different way, but I was grateful for this podcast and things that I've learned and just a healthier mind and some tools that I have so that I just was able to like (laughs) deal with whatever happened. Okay. So last week, my husband went out of town for a couple days and uh, we were just home and we had the opportunity, gotten some tickets to go to see this show at Playhouse Square. And we were getting ready to go and I was making these egg sandwiches. It was kind of like a little bit of a rush that had been a busier day than I had expected. And anyway, so I'm rushing and I also have implemented this new thing this month, which was um, that we're going to grocery have our regular grocery shop three weeks out of the month. And then the last week, we're just going to do just some basic like eggs, milk, kind of like the fruit and stuff any maybe under like 60 bucks if we can just to save a little bit of money just because it's so crazy right now and anyway so we're just trying that this week I we did this a couple years years ago because a friend of mine taught us like they used to save money this way as they would 
just not grocery shop one week out of the month as a way to save up for, they would have to travel like to the temple at the time and they would do that. So anyway, okay, so I'm making these and I don't have everything I need because I didn't buy all the extra things at the store. And so I'm kind of making like I have one English muffin and I have a couple slices of like this Indian naan bread and and then one of my kids doesn't like the egg sandwich. So anyway, I'm doing all this and it's a little bit of crazy and I'm my kids are, some of them are doing homework or just watching stuff. And then actually my girls were getting ready to go for the evening. We were going out. I have a plate of bacon that's right near the stove that I'm like, I'm cooking some bacon and then putting some on a plate like with a paper towel so it like drains grease and cooking, toasting the bread and making the eggs. And anyway, you know, it's kind of like this whole process. And all of a sudden I look up and the plate was kind of near the burner and the paper towel is like burning (laughs) on the plate. I'm like, ah! plates burning there's fire so I like pick up the paper towel I think the bacon's okay I was like I don't have time to remake bacon anyway I bring the towel over to like the sink but I turn it the wrong way and then it just like you know the flame gets giant and my daughter's like mom you never do that I'm like ah drop the flame in the water luckily flame goes out there's nothing too crazy bacon didn't bacon wasn't burned I was able to feed everybody so that was kind of like oh I almost just like lit my kitchen on fire but we avoided that thank goodness I did have to throw away the plate so then we go off to the play which um, is a Broadway musical called Beetlejuice and to be honest I probably would not have brought my girls if I really had known a little more about the show the show has really good parts, but it's also about this demon from hell who, if you imagine behavior from demon from hell, it's probably not the most uplifting behavior. We'll just put it that way. So by the end, we were just like, okay, we're going home and just feeling like, I don't know if I really wanted to see that. There were some uh, good parts, I guess, but uh I really usually am pretty good about like making sure my kids see good things. And anyway, so I was like, well, yeah, that was kind of not a great show. (laughs) So then we go home and we're like, okay, well, let's just read our scriptures and all it's going to be okay. So we just, you know, we're reading our scriptures and then my son comes down. He hadn't come with us because he had to do this in service for work. And he comes down and he's like, Mom, I just threw up all over my bed. <laughs> ah! Oh my gosh. So for the next, I don't know, hour and a half, I was cleaning up like disgusting throw up because he didn't make it to the bathroom in time. (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, I really wasn't mad at anybody that night. And I was just like very kind to my son. He was helping me and also really apologetic. And I was just grateful that even though I was a bit exhausted and it had been a crazy night, 
Like I really wasn't getting mad at anybody. I wasn't losing it or yelling. And I was just grateful for that. (laughs) So if you have an evening kind of that is unexpected and doesn't like all these little things come up, like sometimes just being grateful that you are just holding it together and are doing your best to love your kids. That's really all you can do. And really want to continue to emphasize that striving to find ways that can keep you and help you be a healthy parent, I think is really, really important as we teach our kids. And that's really at any stage where you have small kids, school age, teenagers, and then even kids who are in college and married. I think it all makes such a difference. So I encourage you all to find ways that you can take some time to just have that time to be in a healthy space so that you can be a loving parent most of the time. Obviously, it's not going to be every time, but just that you strive to work on that. Okay, that's just my uh, (laughs) thing for today. And again, guys, hope you guys are well. And as always, thanks for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Okay, see ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 